We are so amazing. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 41 of Lunchtime in Rome. I am Brian, and I am here with Eric and Jay. What's up, buddy? Hi. And uh, like I said, this is episode 41. We are so amazing. Amazed. Not amazing. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. are. so ama- amazed. <laughs> Welcome to the humble broadcast. That you are joining us again, maybe for the 41st time. Humble Brian. This is amazing to me. Uh, and so we want to welcome you. We want to welcome you to the seat around the table and, um, pull up a chair. If you are looking for ways to get in touch with us, if you're looking for past episodes, you can visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. Again, that's lunchtimeinrome.com. That's where you're going to find all of our social medias. And as I said, past episodes, show notes, anything that you're looking for, you can dive in, uh, at that, uh, place on the interwebs. Um, and so without further ado, would you take it away, Jay, and just kind of explain to us what we're doing here and, and why we're why we're here? Yes. In our We Are Awesome podcast, we uh, like to talk about uh, how great we are. And That's another spinoff podcast, right? That is. We have the, we have the uh, Happy, Happy Hour, Hour in, in Rome, Rome. Tech Time in Rome. And <laughs> we're so time. awesome in Rome. We're so awesome in Rome. But nice. we are based on, in the, in the Bible, there's a verse, Romans 12, 15 says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And we look at that as a way to live life and to keep people from feeling alone. That people in their best and their worst go through life feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And if we can go through life helping people not feel alone, we've done a good job of loving them. And so we like to give tips on how to do that. And so what we do first and foremost is model that. And so we go over our lives, the lives of our loved ones, first 20 minutes of the show, and talk about uh, life. And, we, and, the, and, of course, the food we eat and the things we do. And we join each other in our emotions. And then the second 20 minutes, we'll go over a topic of the day. In the last 10 minutes, we will go over um, when people don't do that and we'll tell them to do better. And we lift up those who have done that and we tell them that they cannot do better. Jay, do people feel alone in bad times? They most certainly do, but you would be surprised and to find out that people can feel very, very alone in the very best of times. And that's our topic for the day. So if you are like Scott Gracie and Justin Boothby and don't care about us or how to join each other in their emotions, right. but just want good teaching, mm-hmm. hit the, flat, the fast forward arrow. 40 times unless you're on facebook live then you're gonna you're gonna have to wait yeah you have to wait you can go do something for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and come back 20 30 ish it could be tonight you don't know you don't know that's no so that's no i said (laughs) that's that's a no we're speaking really good tonight yes and that's okay because Uh we're all different so um like you said, we kind of start off talking about what we've done and, this, and what this we're past doing week and what we're doing. Absolutely. What we may be planning on doing. Um, so, Jay, would you like to, to start off sharing what you're you know, what, is, what what what's going on with you? Sure. Uh, first, I'll talk food. And that was uh, yes. you guys yelled at me last week. Yeah, you didn't um, really have anything. Well, and you so had mentioned weird. that I hadn't had ribs in a while. Oh, yeah. So right. I made Get more ribs that. for myself. Ah. Um, <laughs> and in the same day. I was real, just like instantly elated and sad and let down. Yeah, they were pretty good. I don't know. They weren't <laughs> the best. They're fine. I, which They're means they were amazing. Right. <laughs> um, so, but the same day I uh, finally made, which was something I've been wanting to make. I bought a pork loin. Uh, a smaller one from Aldi. Are you moving to the pork game now? Oh, besides, I mean, I guess besides the uh, ribs, the, the ribs are also pork <laughs> and pork shoulder. Pork shoulder, yeah. Pulled pork. It's also right, pulled. right, right. I don't do a ton of it. Anyways, the point of the story is, Eric. I I, I was going to say, what is your favorite all around? This is going to sound kind of weird. Animal to eat, <laughs> like. Because there's well, so many I, different happy hour in Rome. <laughs> that would be a different answer. Yeah. But like, there's well, so many you different gotta go with Homer the... Simpson. Yeah, this magical. <laughs> oh right, Hello, Lisa. Homer. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think mine is still a cow. No pig. I think like Dude, pig. You can't be pig. Yeah, like I just love Sausage, ribs, bacon, ribs, pulled Ugh. pork. 
good Very pork versatile. chop, barbecue. Yeah, like Very it's just versatile. so good. Yeah, yeah. gotta go with gotta go with the you pig. Get, you gonna pick? Yeah. I'd like to, but see, I would miss. I would really miss steak. Yeah, I'd, and you can like do a, a night, beef rib, but let's kid yourself. A beef rib is just beef on a rib. Well, and which can be delicious, but it ain't a rib. What cut is brisket? Oh, it's the brisket. But is like, that part of an animal? It's part of the beef. <laughs> part of the beef. Part of the cow. Yeah, but like where on part? the cow? I don't know. It's tough. Okay, a lot of connective tissue. All right, dude. That that brisket and chef. Oh, yes, and they're making sliders. Yeah, oh, they man. go to Texas just for that brisket. It's, it's so man, it's so good. I've made good brisket. I've never made Texas brisket. Like, funny, I've never made a brisket that I've seen on television. My brother got me this book of from when you're like ready. My brother and sister in law actually, which they live in Austin, right? He's watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the the guys that are in that scene, I think, are the same guys that wrote this book, and they talk about like every like kind of cut of meat that you can buy how to prepare it in its like best way. It's really cool. I'll so they're not just actors acting out a part. They're actually like no, they're brisket the, guys. I think they're the real like dude, that's awesome. Guys that that are it might I don't know if it's Frank's barbecue. I know his is famous down there, but I don't know if it's those guys. I have to look at the book. Mm-hmm. That's going to bug me. Um but yeah, it's anyway, yeah. Pork, pork. So I've dinner. been uh, my herb garden, herb garden. It looked um, I pulled in next to it last night at your house and or What's he saying? Two nights ago. You were at my house. Oh, last yeah, night. I was there last night. He's <laughs> there. Three He's just out there smelling. You look funny when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed a few uh, leaves off of that. But anyway, it looks great. It, it's doing very well. It's to the point where I'm. it actually has rendered me feeling guilty because the oregano and the thyme is just gigantic. So yeah. I would love to dry it out um, and then use it throughout the year. But it's like, it's such a hassle to do that when you can just buy dried herbs. But you feel bad because I haven't really used a ton of the fresh herbs. But the point of the story is the basil did really well. So I was thinking, oh, I would love to do some. Because I don't, I'm not doing pasta so much. Well, I don't do it at all. But, okay, zucchini pasta. If I want to make like a pesto. And mm-hmm. Rachel's not doing cheese now as far as like her diet. She's trying to get rid of that. So I can't be doing the caprese salad with the basil. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why don't if I did like a. A pork roulade, mm-hmm. I'm like okay, which is like rolled pork, mm-hmm. and did a bunch of basil in it. So I bought this pork loin, and it's been sitting in my fridge for probably ten days. Which again, it said it was good through September, or whatever. So how how many chemicals are in this? Oh, pork I'm not. In the I'm first not. Place. And where, where did you get it? Aldi. Okay. So it came from Sweden in the first place. <laughs> Swedish pork, I hear, is some of the best. <laughs> and then throw it in your fridge for 10 days? I mean, oh, Good to go. But I finally got around to it. I was kind of bored. I think it was Sunday. No, it was not Sunday. It was Saturday, if not Friday. Anyhow, and I've never made uh, a brush yule. I've probably made it once, which is an Italian beef rolled dish or a roulade ever before in my life. And I've sort of seen it a couple times on TV. So even just how you cut it, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to use a pork tenderloin, but I mean, those things are the size of a giant sausage. Mm-hmm. We ain't stuffing anything in there. Right. So of course I got a, I got a whole pork loin. Well, half of one, but it was still four pounds or whatever. Um, so it was a lot of fun, and, and, I, and I cut it right. I only made one little over incision and got it laid flat. And if you're really good at what you do, you'd pound it even thinner. But I was like, eh, it's 9 o'clock. I'd like to eat this tonight. you know. And instead of just laying the basil in, I made a basil pesto with roasted red peppers, artichokes, pickled artichokes, uh, and then almonds. Nope, pistachios, not almonds. And the basil, tons of basil, a little bit of olive oil, and made this pesto. Which I don't like know why all ground up together uh-huh. and, in a food processor. Oh, so it was almost like a relish. I I want to get into that. Like whenever they do stuff on Food Network and they they're like mixing some kind of sauce or and like zipping it in there. Yeah, and I'm like, man, that looks so pistachios, good. huh? Yeah, interesting. Well, in a normal pesto, you use pine nuts. Okay, you need something as an emulsifier to give it a base to give it a whatever. Uh-huh. I do love pine nuts. Um, and so I made it, and I spread ice, and I did salt and pepper, fresh thyme, fresh oregano on the inside of the pork, and then spread the pesto, mm. and then I rolled it up, tied it up, and then I put dried oregano, thyme on the outside, on the outside. So dried on the outside, fresh on the, on the inside. Uh, I seared it in cast iron before I roasted it at 450, mm. which was a bit of a mistake because it got a little too hot. 
so there's a little almost charred spot on the one side. But it was still charred. okay. It wasn't burned, but it was a little, little too charred. Yeah. And the other thing is funny is you want to cook it to 135 degrees. Well, it's a roulade. So is the thermometer into the meat Ooh. or is it into the pesto or is yeah. it into the whatever? Right. But I cooked it okay. And it was it was a little briny, a little briny, you know, with the with the roasted red pepper and the artichoke. Briny, like a seafood briny? No, like, like salty. Salt. Oh, okay. like the, it was the salt factor was almost high. So I knew that from the pesto, so I didn't overly salt the rest of it. Uh-huh. Um, but I gave you the rest of it, so. Um, well, you gave Amy the Amy rest Amy the rest of it, because she saw the picture of it. And she, she has not said if I can have any. And I'm, well, you do what you're told. <laughs> right. I'm surprised you guys didn't leave it on the back porch. <laughs> oh. And we did confirm it was not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> As it is, that's my food story. My life story is it's been a first week of school. Oh, I will oh, I will share yeah. this. The kids were back. Yeah. And Rachel's mm-hmm. back at work. And we're really making a commitment to getting Rachel to bed sooner. Mm. But it's funny. As I'm, I'm now going into bed, it's like 10, 15. That's weird for you. You're like a little bit of a night owl, right? Um, tremendously a night owl. Yeah. And so the first two nights of sleep, I woke up every two hours. Uh. And like we all think it's just like, I'm just going to bed too early. Yeah. <laughs> like my body's like, is this a nap? What right. are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And so the second night, Rachel said to me, you know, if you fall asleep by 10, 15, you won't need second sleep, which we've talked about second sleep before. Right. You're going to need third sleep. Well, the sounds of it. And I looked at her and I, because if I don't have a meeting and I drop, especially now that both kids are in the high school, I get home after dropping them off at 7.15. What do I got to do right. at 7.15 in the morning? I'll answer for both of you. Nothing. Right. Even if I have a meeting with somebody, that is until nine. Right. So much of your day is later in the day. Later in the day. Wait, and sometimes way Way later later in the day. day. Yeah. Way later. Sometimes I do a podcast at eight o'clock at night. And I looked at her and I said, honey, I said, it's not about needing second sleep. Mm -hmm. I said, it's about being able to have second sleep. Right. It's one of my things. You never pass up a chance. And somebody said, oh, Joe or Bella was like, oh, is it a nap? And I'm like, oh, it's not a nap. Second sleep. A nap is one o'clock in the afternoon, right after dinner. You close your eyes 20 minutes. No, this is you hit that couch like you've got all you got in you to get this next hour sleep and you go back to sleep. Yeah. So second sleep is back. Nice. You know, in that ambiguous time after you drop the kids off now, you could work on all of your tech stuff. You could work on your tech blog, all the tech projects you have yeah. down in your basement. I could work on my regular blog that I haven't updated in a couple weeks. <laughs> I could work on Bible studies. I could work on sermon series. But that couch. I could go right back to bed. And that's how spiritually mature I am. My wife. Guilt free. My wife is killing herself, working so hard. Yeah. My kids are going to school every day and learning. I got no problems. <laughs> I get in that blanket. I pull it up and I'm like, mm, 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 mm. Hey, praise Jesus. Oh, praise him. Because, praise him. and there, are, I've had a time this week. I had a conversation Monday night or Monday afternoon. I, one of those things that a pastor has to go into sometimes. And it was one of those times I walked out of there and I was like, I mm. earn my mm-hmm. cash. I mean, it is calling and I get it. Yeah. But it was one of those times where, you know, Jesus bled, sweat, blood yeah. in the garden. Yeah. And, I, and and I'm not I'm not saying anything about that, but there was times in the middle of that meeting when I was like, I'm thinking so hard right now, and I'm even remembering to pray, and I'm asking God, and I'm begging Him for wisdom and guidance, and I'm sweating, and I'm in this meeting, and the other person I'm in the meeting with with this third person is saying we can meet again, and I'm like, no, we cannot ever meet again. Like this meeting is one and done. This is it. And so I, I could second sleep. That's what I'm saying. I'm happy. I am so happy for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think about you guys because you'll return a text and I'm like, hey, they returned a text and I'm going down. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Because people think pastors are always working and other people think pastors are are never never working. working. And the thing is, they're both right. (laughs) That's true. It's true. It's true. Um, Man, this week... So, have you guys, you guys have seen the Chick-fil-A Popeye's uh, yeah. chicken sandwich Ooh. battle I going a, on? I got a great story. So, um, I don't it, really have a great story. But I did see where uh, the Babylon Bee reported that Judas Iscariot was seen at Popeye's right before <laughs> he betrayed Jesus. I saw, did you see the Last Supper? Um, I did not. And and the, the painting has a, a Popeye's chicken next to Judas. 
That's funny. Um, because Chick-fil-A is Jesus. Right. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt. Apparently, no, Alexis, Alexis was telling me. Alexis used to work at Chick-fil-A. My wife, she worked at Chick-fil-A She's for She's still part years. of the gang, though. You can't just get out. Yeah, they, they try pulling her back in. Um, but she was saying that one Chick-fil-A, um, close to a Popeye's somewhere in, in the United States, Popeyes ran out of all their all their you know there's just this the whole shortage of right they of ran sandwiches. out of chicken sandwiches yeah it went viral so, it's, it's good for them so Chick fil A brought the Popeyes workers a bunch of Chick fil A sandwich oh. and then started started passing them out to the cu- the, the so customers good. that were waiting oh my gosh Wait. that's amazing but that's kind of douchey. Uh, Dude, hey. I thought you were going to say they gave him their sandwiches to sell as theirs. Or no, something. they just went over and no, it, no and, and it was under the guise of like their worker. The the Popeyes workers were so frazzled by this phenomenon that the Chick Fil A people felt bad and said, "We're going to go provide you with chicken sandwiches while you get through your shift." Obviously, there's probably a little bit of a you know um, a slant to a little it, needle. But at the same time, like that was supposed to be the intent that they were just trying to help this you know this right other company get through but <laughs> that's funny it's awesome Can't so do you um before i go with that um aaron franklin of, of franklin's barbecue because uh karen my sister-in-law confirmed and he is um let's he's and he is in the chef movie mm-hmm. um so i was right about that um and I think he's. I think he's been on the Food Network. He's had to have been on the Food Network at some point. Do you want me to look him up? Um, I did. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean you know what he looks like. Like I know more about Food Network than you do. Right. He looks like that. Nope. Nope. See the guy with the glasses. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's the guy with the glasses. Um, but the book is really cool. I'll show it to you guys after the, after we're done recording. Um, and it's a really nice book too. Like just feels good the mm-hmm. good binding mm-hmm. nice i have nice seen him on barbecue pitmasters yeah. which is on the travel channel yeah, yeah, it smell yeah. Like pig. <laughs> no i wish it, I wish it was like scratch and sniff that'd be <laughs> awesome. um no but the book is really really cool and i can't wait to like go like pit some pick out some cuts of meat and like go through the whole process of what they what they advise you to do it's really cool um but no we went to we went to chick-fil-a this week and uh I just I love Chick Fil A, but we took uh, Maggie mm-hmm. and uh, were they rude to her? Yes. <laughs> so probably uh, so no. Rude. They but so uh, it amazes me, and this and it also the 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 Monroeville um, Chick Fil A is going to be shutting down because mm-hmm. they're getting like a remodel for or something. weeks. Oh gosh, um, but it amazes me how efficient they are because mm-hmm. like we're. When you walk in through the doors, it's just a straight line mm-hmm. to the counter. And, like, we walk in and we probably get, like, right up to, like, where the those two walls kind of funnel everybody through mm-hmm. in there. And On the far end away from the counter? Yes. Thought, okay. And I walk in there and, like, if I was at any other fast yeah. food establishment, I'd be like, 20 uh, minutes. Can we hour. go somewhere else? All right. But like, I'm like, nope, we'll have our order in within five minutes. Right. And I don't even think it took five minutes for us to get to the counter. Yeah. And I'm like, this plus, is amazing. Plus the drive through slam too. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. It was out to the parking lot. Yeah. Like it was out. Like they couldn't yeah. get any more cars in the line. That's how many cars are out there. And, and that's with Popeye's having inside. the world's hottest chicken sandwich. Right. Yeah. I don't mean like in temperature. But. Like the competition is elsewhere too. People are getting chicken elsewhere, but like this is still yeah. pumping. Here, here's what I don't get. Like with Chick-fil-A, like I've been in that Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I've never once gone, you know what this place needs? Needs a remod. <laughs> well, I think they want to make the parking, it. The parking... The parking is bad, but like the, I think they want to make it more efficient and have like two windows for in the drive-through. Like, uh, it's it's supposed. Well, to that be, makes sense. It's supposed they're going to gonna speed. Up. I mean, if you're talking that kind of a remodel, like yeah, demolish, it's supposed to make it rebuild. more efficient. Whatever well, it is, we we from went, what I understand, we went to a like a. Um, Every every year uh, when Alexis worked there, there was a Chick Fil A Christmas party, and so we would always go and um, sit with the owner. And like his, the big concern was the parking lot yeah. and just making the parking lot easy. Because, man, it, I mean, it, it's so difficult. You're in the Miracle Mile. There's like traffic coming a yes. thousand different ways. Yeah. Plus, it's it's just not. So one of their big objectives is to make the parking lot a better experience, safer, yeah, more efficient. But yeah, yeah. obviously inside too. But like you know, and like at the end of the day. The chicken is good. Right. It's not like 
slap your mama good. No. You know? The waffle chi- fries. Chick-fil-A man. sauce well, is waffle amazing. Waffle fries are it's, awfully it's good. It's the only time I don't put ketchup on a fry mm-hmm. because I just use the Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> I just put the Chick-fil-A just sauce on everything. That stuff. It's so good. Um, but it's just the service. Like, I, it's just so nice to go to a place and, like, everything is done with excellence. Mm-hmm. And, like, man, I just want everybody else to do that. Like, just... Use that model. It's just fantastic. And, like, everything was great. There was even a woman within earshot of Amy and I, and she was just, she was a hurt person. This woman was just mean. Yeah. You know, I she she got her meal. Nope. I said this was supposed to be in a bowl. It was supposed to be in a bowl. Take this back. Oh, it's Karen. (laughs) As Bella always likes to point out. (laughs) That's the the name for anybody that complains. (laughs) Alexis would always come home from her shifts and she'd start telling me stories about these people that she had to deal with. And I was like, like it's 11 o'clock at night and my blood's boiling. I'm like, yeah. how do you, like you can't, how do you deal you with that? I, I want you to talk to me about these, but you can't talk to me about these. But the I'll, young, I'll punch somebody. the young gentleman, he, man, not a day past 15. Mother after. I mean, <laughs> he <laughs> just treated her with excellence and kindness and, yeah. and took the thing back, brought it out. And even when he brought out the right thing, see on the receipt, it says bowl. And I'm like, all right, he just fixed it. <laughs> you know, like, yes, it's a bummer yeah. that you didn't get your food as quickly, you know, as you could have. But, like, they remedied it. And I'm sure he gave her a coupon for a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah. Because they always do that. Whenever they screw something up, they, give, yep. you know, give, give away a freebie. Like. Yeah. And, like, I just, just don't ruin the good thing that we have here. Like, don't make this child bitter. Yeah. And then. um and then the the thing that we have going on this week yeah. is a huge milestone Hadn't for heard. the Hammond family. Uh, Maggie's first birthday is on Saturday, so we have just been preparing. Um, and that includes cleaning the house, all that kind of fun stuff, buying things. Because Maggie has always said she wants her house clean for her first birthday. Uh, <laughs> yep. And yeah, I really, I really, hope you, I really hope you took some pictures of her like around this time. <laughs> <laughs> have you taken any pictures of Maggie yet? Um, <laughs> Today, I, I have a couple. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be pretty embarrassing if I like searched on my Google Photo account for like Maggie's face. <laughs> you have one million two hundred and fifty-six thousand three hundred and seventy-four pictures of this person. <laughs> I was watching the episode of The Office today where. Uh, Andy, um, or, you know, Pam's trying to find a different building because Dwight's, you know, Dwight mm-hmm. bought the building and, and he's just being a jerk to everybody. Single plying the toilet paper. Yes. And, and so <laughs> yeah. Pam's looking at all these different places and she, she walks up to Andy and like, like puts some pictures in front of him. And like, without looking at him, Andy's like, yes, these pictures of Cece are beautiful. <laughs> yes. and she looks so much. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. She's cute. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, we, we, uh, Amy is better than I am but Amy and we've we, we try to if we're gonna get something new we want to get other things out of the house so sure. that they're gone like we don't need this anymore so now that you got Maggie you're gonna get rid of Cody Is that, <laughs> wow that's what Cody thinks he's been thinking that <laughs> he's like it's any day now <laughs> <laughs> they don't know I'm still here <laughs> um, no but there's just like yeah. some clothes that she's never gonna fit into again like and that's to- a great like, practice really 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 young baby toys mm-hmm. that she's just you know not gonna play with anymore and it is a good practice it feels good to get it out even before everything we, else is that's gonna come in we've always done that with the kids at christmas and you know it's like all right you guys christmas is about to happen what yeah. do you want to get rid of before christmas yes yeah. and we usually do, we're, we're pretty much donating a bunch of it we're going to take some of the more high-end items to once upon a child you know, to play get, it again, kids. Yeah, play it again, kids. <laughs> um, so we get a little bit of money back so we can buy more things from What's About Child, which is like my favorite baby store because everything is so cheap. But yeah, that's what we've been doing. Sweet. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to be at your party. I know you're not. Sorry about Why that. Why not? You're preparing I truly to am. go to the beach again. Oh, but you know what? You bought her that farm and she's been loving it. Maggie's farm. Dude. She loves the farm. You know that's a Bob Dylan song? Maggie's Farm? I ain't gonna work on Maggie's Farm no more. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. Let's start playing that song. But she'll like hit the button, it plays a song, she starts like That's bouncing. an Oasis song. Oh, that's Mary's Garden. Never mind. Different kind of... Yeah, she loves it. Anyway, so, beach. Yeah, I'm going to the beach, and Alexis and I realized tonight that 
This is this will be the first time since 2012 that we have not been to the beach with the Hammonds. Wow. Like, Isn't that crazy? And we've gone in January. We've gone in May. Yes. And you've just gone with us. We have to go for Christmas one year. Stupid Maggie. When Maggie gets a little older, I want to go. I want to do a Christmas trip sure. to the beach. The, as long as we have the house, it'll be open around Let's then. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, we're going down there. And, and again, kind of definitely wish we were going to be there for Maggie's uh, party and on Saturday. But um, we're going to go to the beach. And <laughs> it's going to be nice. Thanks, um, Sally. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know, just blame it, Sal. Uh, okay. Sarah, <laughs> she's not listening. Sarah, um, you're good. She'll probably listen on the way down the beach tomorrow and, <laughs> and be sad. That I'll give Eric her a hard time. About her. I'll give her a hard time next week. Okay. Um, Taking so my that, best friend away from her that's, first birthday. So that's one thing. But I want to kind of talk about earlier in the week um, and just some moments with my kids that were. I, I just I wanted to take snapshots of them in my mind and and. Um, Ethan and I, after church on Sunday, um, it was just a beautiful day, and um, you know we we both we we did both services, so we're at church at like eight o'clock, and you know went well. Let's not lie, twenty after eight, and you know went till about right, you know afternoon, and he's doing slides and I'm doing worship, and and um, so we leave church and we're on the way home, and uh, I knew it was good. Like he's just gonna go home and play video games, and, and it was the it was the the last day before school started, <clears throat> and uh, so I, I said, "Do you want to go? Do you want to go down to Ohio Pile and ride bikes?" Wow! And I've always been wanting to do that because Eric, you know, we we used to go on guys trips and yeah. we went on those bike trails. And it was great, it's awesome. I love and it it's, out there. It's, it's just a flat trail, yeah, and you could just ride forever and with beautiful scenery. Yeah, and so. Um, I've I've always wanted to do that with him, and he's definitely now at the age where like he's not going to get you know five minutes into the ride and go I want to go home right. Um, and what it was even better about this was he said yes, and it's like two o'clock, and we're, we're just leaving for Ohio Pile, and it's an hour and fifteen minutes to get down there. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, we're going to get there like you know three thirty ish, and you know I don't know how long we're going to ride, and and tomorrow's school, this and that, so. All of these like drawbacks, and I just kept asking him, "Are you sure you want to go? Are you sure you want to go?" He's like, "Yeah, I definitely want to go. Do you want to go?" Like, he's like, "Do you not want me to?" Well, <laughs> well, he was like, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go." And are you sure you want to go? <laughs> and then he starts go, doing but, it to you. <laughs> but um, but we ended up going, and um, we get there, and just the two of you, just the two of us, starts and pouring down rain. No, just not at all. Yeah, and didn't bring the mountain pie stuff. <laughs> I forgot the bread. <laughs> Burn. Um, but we're on the trail, and like you know how Eric, you know how there's the spots along the way, right? Like you can pull over in yeah, one spot, little lookouts, little little places, yeah. and um, there's this one that's like about as far as I want to drive or you know bike yeah, on yeah, the yeah. trail. Did you go bridge side? No, we went the other the way because gotcha. the bridge side's good until you get off the bridge and like past the spot where Tyler almost died. Yeah, and then after that, it's like you know, there's not a lot of spots. Yeah, yeah. The other way, you don't have the bridge, but you have more spots. Yeah, and so there's this one spot about as far as you want to go, and until you know you you're you're done at that that point yeah but there's the one spot where you go down and um it opens up into a clearing with grass and there's like picnic tables and then there's this beach for like right in that area like you can go down and it's, it's actually a little beach and that's the spot i wanted to go to and i was telling them about it but we're we're biking and like i'm starting to get like ah, i think it might be time to turn back and he's like no i want to keep going Aww. i want to see all your spots dad like Aww. i want to see all those spots and so we went all the way down we went down to the beach and we're standing on the on that beach and this other family floats up with um on their in their canoes and and you know it was it was just really cool and we kind of awesome. connected with them and then we rode back and um like he's just loving it the whole time. Just like I, I want to see all these things. I want to do all these things. So I, cool. I want to keep biking. And then we got back and went to the falls. Um, uh, the one that we go to, dude. And it was so much fun. Yeah. And like it was packed and it was hot. And yeah. There's like there's a, there was a, a couple guys like one guy on a drum and you know another guy with a guitar, and it like we're just having fun and we ordered food and we saw some we saw Ethan's. Uh, Sunday school teacher from way back when what? when we went to when we went to Hot Metal Bridge Church. Yeah. Like ten years like and I was like, Do you remember her? He's like, Oh yeah, she was like my favorite teacher. I was like, You were like three. 
And so we went over and, and that's oh, incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. This is, like, I'm like so amazed right now. Hooked up, like you know, just talked to them and and everything. And then um, Ethan and I eat our food, which we had. And this is kind of my food story too. We had great wraps, and Ethan. That place is awesome. It was so good. It so was so good. If you're ever up in Ohio, pal, there's basically two restaurants that you can mm-hmm. eat that, that are available to eat at. Three, if you want to count the mar- the uh, grocery store market store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's the one that's the White House. Yep. And I forget what that's called. Yeah, I can't remember. They had live I can't music remember too. The, what's yeah. the name of this place? Uh, Falls. Falls Cafe. Falls. Falls Pub. Or Falls something Pub. Like that. It's Falls Pub. Something. But it's the place where, and we found out it's the place where the 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 Whitewater Rafter instructors, the go. guides, all the all the college kids. It has a college vibe. But you know, it's the place to go when the guides go there. Yeah. Because the other place is like where all the tourists go. Yeah. This is the place to go. They have a great beer selection. Yep. They have great food. Mm-hmm. And if there's a spot, you can eat outside, which is pretty nice up there. Yep. And and there's there's never been music before. I've never I've yeah. never we've never been there when there's music. Fall so that's City awesome. Pub. Fall, Fall City, City Pub. Pub. That's it. Yeah. Not so, to be confused with Paddler's Pizza or Ohio Powell House Cafe. That must be the House Ohio Cafe. Powell, yeah. the, the, that one is always out of stuff. Hmm. Mm, not what you're looking for in a no, restaurant. Remember, they're always out of the beer that we want. Like it's yeah. like, oh, that beer looks amazing. We're out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> so we're just having this great time, and like I had this moment where, um, you know, I'm looking around and everybody's, you know, having beers, and and it's it, it's it's a it's a pub. It's 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 a you know a place where people are coming after hiking, and they just there's a lot going on, yeah. a lot of different energy, but like a really good vibe. And yeah. You know, I, I just had this, 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 like my parents really, we didn't spend a lot of time in a place like that. Like yeah. my parents would go, we'd, we'd do the tradition and I want Ethan to be in places like that. Not so he could become like a bar fly or something, <laughs> but so that he could see like, you know, people out and about and people doing what people do and, and not be afraid to be in those kind of situations with those kind of people. Yeah. And what was so cool was like, we, we, we ate our food and we, we played a game of, and like there's a pool table, but there's like just people all around the pool table, you know, but we're playing a game of pool and we're just having a great time. And there's these two older, I want to say, you know, late fifties, early sixties. Um, this one lady was just a, t- you could tell a total hippie and like, she's just dancing and like, you know, probably sp- so much weed and like your yeah. eyes are just all red but um like we finished playing and then she walks up <laughs> she's making out with ethan she was <laughs> really weird she walks up to ethan and she's like hey do you do you want to do you want to play a game of pool i'll buy and i was like all right but like like go ahead and play and and so she started playing with ethan but the lady the other lady that she was with they were friends they lived next door to each other or whatever up in the area and the other lady was like we were just talking and you know, we, we realized that your son, may, you know, maybe hasn't been in a situation like this. And we just wanted him to have a good time and not be afraid to be in a, like basically the same conversation I was having with Ethan. Yeah. They had, you know, kind of had the same kind of feeling. And so this lady played pool with him and like they had a great time doing it. And it was it was just a great afternoon. And we went home and like as we walk out of the pub, the sun's like literally going down over the mountain and just everything's golden and yeah. beautiful. And Ethan was just like, this is the most epic way to finish off summer. Wow. And like, dude, that just blew up my heart. Yeah. I, I was just, I was like, this is, this is, was such a good thing. And, and just, you know, so thankful that I got to do that. That is the awesome. The phrase like, you know, walking like you're 10 feet tall or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you were like, I am so great. I'm <laughs> the best dad. Like all the times I scream and yell or drop the ball, miss makes up for it. It was so weird. Song. Such a perfect moment. Dude, it's, that makes me so happy. Like that sounds from like beginning to end. Cause like, you know, you know, we, I know Ethan, like he loves to play video games and it doesn't sound like he gave any pushback. Like he was just like, yeah, let's go. Right. So like that was encouraging. So like right from the get go, this like switch in his plans of like, he was probably expecting to do this the rest of the day yep. and you were like, let's do this. And then you guys went and you guys had one of the best times you've probably ever had up there. It if was not the best. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I kept waiting for the, and then Right. But there was no end then. No. Right. And that's awesome. No, no end then. That how, sounds like, how that sounds like you, a good time. How often do you get to, like, you know, it's on your heart to take him out for the day and to do all that, and then it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, honestly, it, it, I mean, not not to, like, brag, but it happens a lot. Like, he's a good kid, and, and 
you know, I think I think he gets so into here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna play video games because I don't I don't have any, you know, not that he doesn't have any real life friends. But I mean, and that's an issue that we've been dealing with. Um, but when when you say let's go shoot some golf balls or when like I did this, he's he's all about it. Like right. he wants to spend time with me, and he need- and, I, and just so you know, I certainly didn't mean that. No, no, no. I know, I know you didn't. I just mean uh, Murphy's Law of Parenting. Right. right. Where the best, you know. Sure. The best of intentions. And we could probably spend a good bit of time on what you just said, which I think for parents today. So earmark this for another episode. All right. Um, even though I don't know that it applies to emotional needs per se. But this generation of, of kids, if I want to sound like an old person for a minute. Get off like, my lawn. Do not have friends. Um, friends. The, 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 it is. I grew up. We've well documented barely having you any friends grow growing well that's also barely documented but growing up on a dead end street without many friends but all my friends had friends yeah and yeah. i always had at least one best friend yeah where today in the digital world where kids don't play and kids don't i mean and they don't communicate yeah they don't they don't hang out there's there's not as much friend grouping yeah. as there ever has been and that that has that was an issue this summer and and i mean we really came to light like i don't know sometime last year but he's like that's where my friends are i was like we'll go out and make friends in real life and like it's easier said than done nowadays you know right, like where yeah, yeah well to, like right. it, it was really nice because for a while there were three three boys his age that lived like yeah. within three doors of us and then they they all moved away mm-hmm. and since that point like ethan if he wants social interaction he has a couple guys that he games with one's in london and one's i think in canada somewhere yeah and like those are his go that's his squad but it's on playstation right and he wants to have friends in real life and like even this summer i was like just earlier earlier this month i was like i want you to play with i want you to get together with three people and he tried and like right. they couldn't give he they couldn't come out or he could like and there's nobody in the neighborhood so it's it's a catch-22 you don't want him spending time on online all the time but in some ways that's where he's getting his interaction and now that school's back in it is nice because he does have a lot of friends in school and oh, and that brings up a question and i don't want to like go down this rabbit hole too far but how many how many volleyball practices do you have a week well in the preseason five Five a week. Right. Until season. Then when the season starts, we go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, volleyball, practice, Tuesday, Thursday, matches. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's a lot of sports. Like, has it always been like that? Yeah. Is it all in the, is it, is it in the evening or during no, the day? after school. After school. Matches or evenings. Yeah. But, I mean, see, now you... Now we're on another whole topic, but for <laughs> you to say, like, is it every day and, and that's a lot and everything else. I had a kid a couple years ago, probably five years ago at this point. Freshman played on the team, wasn't very good, but he was okay. Yeah. Good size, six four kid, guy, yeah. boy. Yeah. And the next year he's like, Yeah, I don't think I'm playing. And I was like, Well, why not? I mean, at this point I've been coaching eighteen years. I've heard it all. Yeah. Girlfriend, uh, want to get a truck, uh, job, a family. I've got it. Yeah, Whatever yeah. it is, I have an answer for it. Yeah. And and I said, you know, what is it? No, it's not this. And I said, Well, what is it? He goes, It's just, you know, it's it's every day. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, like that's what sports is every day. Well, but I, I'm I'm coming from band and we didn't have. I get it. Yeah, and like, but it was just. But like, when do you have family time? Dinner, evening. So, and let's be honest. Yeah, it ain't like families happening a lot at home anyhow. Ain't nothing happening before dinner time for a high school kid these days. Right, but I was just talking to somebody who I, I know that coaches soccer and like they're meet they're they practice at dinner time. You know, like they don't practice right. Right, after a school. lot of to- yeah. If coaches are, you know, yeah, and it's just well, like, that, boy, we're combining like every podcast into one. <laughs> Why kids don't have friends? The fact that it's too busy. Well, whatever happens, sitting down and having well, dinner. That goes to my other point. Like if if he's not involved with something else, like there is no yeah. opportunity now for him, for him to make friends. Like, but he has hockey, so he probably has hockey friends. But then at the same time. Well, yeah. that's how much after the ho- musical after, was good for him. After last year. hockey's over, like you know, because yep. I know he desire he's he's a kid that desires you know other kids, you know, yeah. to and to be a part of other people's lives. Well, he clicks with girls though, and and Alexis brought up she's like at this age, girls are more mature than boys, and you know he is a really mature for his age, and so I think it's tough for him because the guys that are around him, he can't he's not he can't really connect with them, and you know it's just. That's a frightening thought. If the girls are more mature than the boys at this age, like, ugh. <laughs> oh man, yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's frightening. But I also just want to let's get this back on topic and and what we're going to uh, discuss today. What is that topic, Jay? I think the fact that you had a great day with him and that you are a great dad is an absolutely great moment in your parenthood and in your being a father. And I and Eric are what? We're so very excited that you are that dad. Appreciate that. And we want to join you in that emotion of being ah it was a good day because there are good times in life and we need to not be alone in those but far too often people are and what 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 happens a lot in different circumstances is brian would share that story great story i love the visual and i'm you know i'm I'm not real versed in ohio pile but i'm imagining at least the one building i know of and you're coming out and there's the pine trees and the sun's coming behind it Mm -hmm. and it's it's father and son and you know it's perfect now what would really happen normally in this conversation is somebody goes oh yeah good for you because my dumbass kid he would never have done that and plus i'll bet when you got home i'll bet you i'll bet you lex gave you a what, what for because you didn't get home on time and then a bet i'll bet at one point abby was like daddy do you love me as much as you love ethan <laughs> yeah uh, i'm sure then work monday huh that's <laughs> staring you right in the face well it's good while it lasted yeah <laughs> and you're like that's so true yeah um, people do that all the time and i think very often we overlook we talk so much on this podcast about joining people in their emotions but really what we're trying to say is comfort them right and so tonight i want to focus on how do we join somebody you know romans twelve fifteen, which is what this podcast is built on it's rejoice with those who rejoice mm-hmm. we don't talk about that enough so we are tonight because mm-hmm. you can feel just as alone at the top than you as you are at the bottom yeah, because it like so many people are living in in hardship and you know dare I say misery at times, and their world is tough. They it, they're fighting and clawing for you know for everything and and one more task, one more thing is going to break them, and it, and I, I've been there you know as a person and you do hear somebody when they're on top and and you have that tendency to be like. Yeah, let's let's bring you down from the mountain a little bit. You know, not that I've ever tried to be that person, <laughs> but there are too good yeah, a time. Yeah, right? hey, so you know, like there are those people that that's how they make themselves feel better by you know bringing raining on that parade. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so that's why we. It's that's easier true. to join somebody in their emotions when they're sad because eh, a lot of people are sad. Exactly. Yeah. There's that more also, people on that playing field. It right. seems like you know, but it also makes it that much harder to be happy yeah because of so many people right who are sad oh yeah. i'm doing so well but look at this group over here or look at this person over here so even if somebody isn't telling you that right you might feel that yeah, yeah. because i see that a lot when somebody does really well oh yeah but yeah you know what <laughs> he just had this great like thousand yard stare You're no like, well no I, well i was thinking of like you know when you were going through the whole trade days right right you know I'm guessing not not a lot of people want to be like celebrating around you <laughs> and being like, guess what, Jay? Our hey, Jay, just, I just got this new promotion. Yeah. Our kids yeah. just had their well visit. Yeah. Yeah. They're healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right, right, But you, oh, you, you know, like, and it's, but so much of it is that, like, because you don't want to sound boastful or prideful or, you know, like anything like that, but you do need to, like, you want to celebrate. You have to celebrate with each other. And, I it's it's funny how we're talking about this and I'm just hearing you guys say all these things that are like absolutely resonating because I see it all the time where somebody says something and nobody's speaking up of like why isn't anybody saying how awesome that is like that's Mm -hmm. like that's a really great accomplishment for that person and then like I feel forced to like have to say something because like nobody else is saying anything you know what I mean and And if you want right and it happens a lot and so many, you know, we could give examples of how do you feel alone in good times? And the answer is in every facet of life. Like yeah. imagine you get a bonus at work. Who are you telling? Say you just got like a 10 grand, you know, race. Let's not go with bonus. Well, I'd probably call been, Amy right away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you would, no, but not you, you, because I think you've got healthy relationships. You would tell Brian, you would tell me, you, sure. you know. Yeah. But I mean, if so, if you get a financial blessing, who can you tell? Not too many people. Right. Okay. Because you want to let them know how much money you have. Even like you know, for you guys, like when all of a sudden here comes Maggie. I'm sure one of the people you thought right away of were other people that you know that are struggling to have a baby. There's minds instantly came. Well, we can't tell them because you've been on the other side of right. that. We can't tell them because like you know yeah. we, we've had those conversations with those people of like how hard it is. Yeah. Right. You know, and like well, I, and then 
you know, we, Amy and I had those conversations. This is a good example, actually, because we had those conversations um, before we went Facebook official with it, you know, and so and so is going to see that they're going to see that. And we didn't talk to them yet, you know, but we've had all these emotional conversations with them and been in this struggle with them. Of, and you need to be respectful of those people. Absolutely. Yeah. And we did. We, we, you know, we prayerfully considered like, all right, we have like we have to tell them and we we want to tell them before we post it online because like either way kind of sucks right one for that for those people for those for people you. right well and kind of you because like you like you're about about to break great news for for you yeah but it's just one more thorn in their side because yep. it's just one more person that's able to have kids and I'm still not able to have kids like mm-hmm. and and you and that's uncomfortable you know, and it goes back to being vulnerable and it, you, you have to face that vulnerability sometimes because like that's better to do than to post it online and then they come back and they say, why didn't you tell me? Right. You know, and, but we are hesitant to share good news because we've been burned mm-hmm. by people that, you know, have, are also just hurt. They're right. just hurt by something that, that it, they, they relate to with it. And you know how, yeah, you know specifically how hard that news is going to be because you know exactly, because you were there yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so that does make it difficult. Yeah. And but I think we handled it pretty well. You did. Because and what I, what I wanted to that. say was you guys have come so far in past healing of shame and of guilt Yeah, that you were not alone and you were able to receive the people coming alongside you and rejoicing with you. Yeah. Otherwise it would have taken you just into a dark space. Right. Even though it was a blessing, you wouldn't consider it to be something that's good. Right. So whether it's money, whether it's be, uh, whether it be, you know, the birth or the conception of a child, whether it be a promotion when so many people are out of work, we, we don't broadcast it to the universe very often. Yeah. Because we are sensitive. You don't want to necessarily be that person going, la, la, la. Right. How great my life is but we at least have to have a couple people. Right. So where the, the opportunity for, you know, if you're the kind of person that says, how can I love people? You know, I, I teach about it every week at church. Yeah. To me, that's one of the ways, again, I, there are no point system in life, but if you want bonus points <laughs> in the love category, yeah. you can become that person that seeks out somebody and go, oh wait, they just got a promotion. And then, so you're the one that calls and congratulates them, yeah. You know, because you realize there's not a lot of people doing that, or yeah. somebody wins something, and, and so we can actively choose to love people by rejoicing with them, even if they're not letting us know that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because we can just assure there's not a lot of people that are lined up, ready to congratulate you, mm-hmm. because as we like to do, let's talk about how people do it wrong. So when you hear good news, when there's good news out there, rather than joining somebody and rejoicing with them, what do people do? We already gave some examples. I did with Mm -hmm. your examples with uh, Ethan. But what do people do instead of rejoicing with someone? What do they do? So this is the what not to do. Wait until the other shoe drops because you know it's coming. Short-lived success. Yeah. And that's a big one because, like, a lot of my mindset goes there. A lot of yeah. Eeyore. Right? Well, and it's like, oh, I've got to celebrate this one today because tomorrow's coming. Right. You know? And it's like, no, just <laughs> live right now and just be, like, it's awesome. And so we do um, have people that will say that. Yeah. yeah. Another one I think would be, like, you know, like, let's say if I, I got a, like, uh, Amy's mom always gets a scratch-off tickets, you know, for the lottery. Like, oh, I want 100 bucks on a scratch-off. Oh, I want $1,000 on a scratch-off. Like, immediately, the like, they won the one-upper. One yeah. Yeah, like, like 25 years ago, they won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay. Okay. I have $100 today. <laughs> and to that same end is, oh, must be nice. I just got a speeding ticket the other day. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good one. The other can be. Oh, I just got a promotion at work. Everything's good. Well, of course you did. You work hard. Yeah. And that's right. kind of nice. Yeah. Okay. But what's funny is as we look at these, so it's, oh, well, it's next. The shoe's going to fall, you know, before you know it. Yeah. Or, hey, let me tell you what happened to me. Or, of course you did. This is why that and everything else. Yeah. Do you know what those are all examples of? Bad comfort. Poor emotional <laughs> responding. <Yeah. laughs> it's either selfish. Yeah. Oh, I won more than you did. Yeah. Or, oh, I really need the money. It's about mm-hmm. me, not you. Right. It's critical. Oh, well, wait until you see what happens next. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that money. Yeah, wait till you pay the taxes on that. Yeah. That'll get you critical. Or facts, logic, and reason. Yeah. Which is, well, here's why you got that promotion. Or, you know, well, somebody wins. Yeah. That's why you won the scratch off because they got to give it to somebody. And yeah. it's like, it's so funny because it, it parlays into every situation. Yeah. When the, of course, the other would be neglect. Like, so nobody cares. Right. But, but instead, it's to join them in that. Yeah. And to, and once again, to go slow in your mind. So somebody share, if somebody is sharing with you, Hey, I want to tell you some good news. Okay, why do they think it's good news? Why is it important to them? Yeah. What emotional need is that meeting? All right, now I can join them in that. Oh, man, I'm so glad you got that respect. I got a promotion. You might go, man, you're going to make more money. That's great. And they're like, yeah, but but you know that they really care about being recognized. Mm -hmm. Boy, that's, I mean, mean, I've appreciated how hard you've worked. I'm glad somebody else has. That's right. You know, find what emotional need is is being fleeced, if you will. And that's a really good point. Hey, I just got a promotion. And, you know, like, like, and in one way, that's great. You're going to get so much more money. That's not what that person's looking for. And, and that, that comfort might even fall short because they want you to know that it's about the recognition for them. And that's that's a really good point, man. So, you, like, even in your even in your desire to join them, join them in the right thing. Join if you them. can, yeah. If, if you, you can, if you can, and if you or know maybe it. try to hit all of the points if you can. Like, if they're getting a promotion, wow, oh, you're man, making more money, more money. Get that's great. And, and they're like, yeah. that's not it. And you're like, <laughs> and you're being recognized. No, that's not <laughs> all it. All right, fine. And your Forget hours you. are going to be better, so you can love your wife more. Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah, you're doing great things. Yeah, that's that's good. That's a really interesting. And if when it all comes down to it, it's intent. Are you reacting? Are you are your emotional needs met enough that you're able to be there for somebody right. else? You know, you said earlier like hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, you know, I forget. Oh, some oh the hurt lady at Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, yeah, no, but the, you were saying it's a hurt lady. Yeah, because she was hurting. Yes, yes. Um, so if you're secure enough, now the next thing is to get good at this and to just take your time with it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, this is the same thing in business and sales and getting through life. Just to be mindful of, okay, what do they need? And can I give it to them? And, and if it's an emotional need and you're blessing them, then you're loving them. And if, if not, you know, we've all failed at this. You know, we've all stopped short. We've all been selfish. We've all done all those other things. But we can do better at doing that. We can do better. We can. There's some football coaches that could be, do better. Evidently, uh, right? Actually, no. I would say we'll start off our do better segment. Uh, for those of you just visiting the podcast for the first time, um, this is a time where we throw out all the good stuff we just did and really make fun of people. But then we lift people up at the end. Ambridge was playing McGuffey in a week zero, which used to be like a scrimmage date. But now they're allowed to play a full game. So it's not week one. It's week zero. Ambridge was playing McGuffey. But that game was postponed. Why? Because Ambridge forgot to hire officials. Right. And I will say to their athletic director, to their coaching staff, it's, it's the athletic director. It's not the coach's job. Gotcha. My bad. Oh, my man. I, I want to say do better, but he already knows. She already knows. I don't even know if it's a he or she. Whew, that's bad. It's so bad. You've got people coming to the game. I mean, the, the team was on the bus on the way to Ambridge. I've never heard of this in my 48 years of watching sports. Okay, I'm only 48. I wasn't watching when I was born. 46 years of watching sports of officials not being hired for a game. I My heart goes out, and it is just I can't imagine how hot that person's head was when they realized they screwed up. And showing up. That being the showing case, up. do better. Being the band, higher officials. They should have just had a band show. Just saying. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, like if you're if you're not into that, would have been great for everybody. Everybody hey, would have loved hey, it. Everyone, the band's gonna play tonight. We're Come gonna play for two night. hours. <laughs> Come back tomorrow night for the football game. <laughs> but like, that's you don't have to you go know. and leave and get concessions during halftime. You can just stay here and watch us for the whole time. <laughs> for all the sports that I've watched, I've never considered somebody needs to hire the officials for every game, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, thing. Yeah, apparently it didn't occur to them either. Didn't occur Ayo. to them either. So, um, if, if you're a Home Alone fan, you will get this joke. Um, after I read the title of this article, man who urinated all over Starbucks in Pennsylvania has been identified. <laughs> Pennsylvania's very own wet bandit, yeah, he is. has been outed. <laughs> Police in Mannheim Township. Remember Mannheim Steamroller? Yeah, every yeah. Christmas I remember them. Say they have say they have identified the man who urinated behind the counter at Starbucks on Saturday night, relieving himself on boxes containing cups, coffee filters, and in the employee sink. <laughs> now, okay, 
we there, isn't a, much we mo- there isn't much more of the story than that. But why so, wet bandit? Because the front of the if you see the picture, the front of his jeans are all wet. Okay, urine is wet. It's not an alliteration. Why isn't he the urine bandit? Why isn't he the? Well, I think they go with the wet bandit because of the Home Alone reference. Of oh. they called themselves the wet bandits because they they clog the sink and put the water on. You got it. I got it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> but I would be so. Pardon pissed. the pun. Pissed if I worked at this Starbucks. I would like the last thing I would want to do. And I'll, I've cl- I've cleaned the toilet in my day. I don't mind doing that. I you know I'm fine with that. That should be part of that guy's punishment. You stay here. You you got caught by the police. You come in here. But like cleaning up urine and like you, they probably have to scour everything. Yeah. Everything. Well, the, the story says it was two hundred dollars worth of of that material. Seems low. Product. It does seem low. But <laughs> well, yeah, product, you're right. Like but according probably, to OSHA, it probably cost them much more Ugh. with you know hours of because I'm sure they had to sanitize every inch behind the counter and. I Dude, they what? did. Come on. <laughs> like, we had a lady pee on potatoes in Walmart recently. Like, uh, what, what? What? Yeah. Come on, people. Do better. Sometimes do better. Yeah. Do better. And we're <laughs> sorry, Mannheim Starbucks employees. Yes, we are. That sucks. The eh, world keeps spinning. <laughs> How's that from the king of comfort? Wow. Mind you, I used to work in a locker room. Do we need to go back to that? I've cleaned my fair share of urine. Yeah, you have. Dateline, Washington State. Bing. Karma is best served instantly. <laughs> Man gets truck stolen while robbing the store across the street. Been there. Wait. <laughs> the Kennewick Police Department in Washington State posted a story to Facebook about just such an incident that happened Sunday. According to the police, William Kelly, 42, called to report Bill. someone stole his 1992 Chevy pickup truck. Turns out he had left his keys on the seat. Well, police discovered surveillance video and discovered, indeed, someone got into his truck and made off with it. That's a classic car at this point. Oh, something else <laughs> they found. They said they found on the video. Kelly had parked his truck there while he went across the street to steal items from a business. Kelly was booked into Benton County Jail on an outstanding warrant and a new charge of burglary. His truck, ha- his truck has yet to be recovered, and police are still on the lookout for that suspect. Are they? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do better. Do better. Don't steal and don't report your stuff that gets stolen when you're stealing. And he left his keys on the front seat of his whatever. Evidently, I've just been informed. I have my own personal do better. Oh, no. According to my Uh brother. So my brother said, and he's, he's correct, we did have band every day, but we had it as a class during school hours. So we had it every day. Right. Okay. And we had practice Wednesday nights. But we were only out one night for the week. Right. You're both so, right. But we did have practice every day. And then down south. Where? where there's oh, whoa, com- whoa, whoa, whoa. Down south. <laughs> down south. Down south. Um, there are <laughs> competitive programs. Competitive band. Yes. Ugh. Down in Texas that rehearse every night. And he's literally texting me as I'm talking right now. You know, if you want to play in Texas... Texas. You gotta play a fiddle, right? Gotta have a gotta fiddle have in the band. <laughs> yeah, you do. Their 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 uh, band competitions are pretty awesome down there. Well, like Friday, I mean, football's huge down there. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah it's it's more of everything's a, it's, a and big, it is more everything's of, a big deal in Texas. Well, and it is more of a competition mindset. So like, mm-hmm. there's perfection in it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of football, yeah. Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts retired this week. Yeah. Ten days before the season. Said he was basically injured and just could not fathom coming back one more time. Yeah. Now, first do better here, and I forget who it was, but they announced it in the middle of a Colts game. Like, the guy tweeted it, the one reporter. Right. So he got booed. Andrew Luck did. Yeah. As he walked off the As field. he walked off. Yeah. Which his alternatives were to just go on the IR and collect his paycheck. Right. Go halfway, get injured, whatever, still collect a paycheck. He was like, nope, I'm out. I'm done. So do better, reporter. Wait till after the game. Let him control that message. I am fully in support of Andrew Luck, too. Like, I mean, I, I'm... That's if, if you feel like I mean I, I wish if you've been in pain for twelve years it'd have been great if he did it like you know but he just got hurt again season. recently right, right. he didn't exactly. know that right yeah. right so, so he can't do that so that's that so do better reporter for breaking the news and not letting him announce that right yes. do better Colts fans okay don't boo your quarterback don't boo this guy who has bled for you right. and all this kind of fun stuff yes but let's turn turn the page let's turn it <laughs> let's turn let's the page. turn it. Uh, hey, how about this, everybody? D 
Dateline, Florida. What? For Florida. I can't do better. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Well, it is Jacksonville. That's not really Florida. That's like Alabama. <laughs> wow. No, I was saying that's more like southern Georgia. But Jacksonville Jaguars long snapper Matt Overton has an idea to solve the problem of disgruntled, and that's being nice, Indianapolis Colts fans who are claiming they want refunds on their season tickets. So they're saying, oh, the season's ruined. We want refunds I on our I bought my tickets, tickets to see luck. I want to see luck. That's right. The example or the answer is to message him, he'll buy them. Overton, who played five seasons with the Colts, made that offer on Twitter on Monday morning after seeing reports on social media that Colts season ticket holders were upset that Andrew Luck had retired. The exact tweet reads, To any angry Colts season ticket holders who are seeking a refund, I'd be more than happy to buy your season tickets off of you and donate them to Riley Children's Hospital patients and their families. I am serious. All love, Matt. Boom. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to my room. <laughs> boom. Boom. That is so good because yeah. it's it's donating it to a children's hospital, which is like the altruistic trump card yeah. of any situation. Yep. The fact that he said he'll buy them. He says he's serious. He ends it with all love. Yep. Can't. 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 Yeah. Well, you can just better. shut up an entire disgruntled city. Make them look stupid. Yeah. Make yourself look great. Yes. And yet humble and selfless. Yeah. Can't do better. Uh, yeah, tell you what, I knew he was my favorite long snapper for a reason. <laughs> so has anybody <laughs> has anybody um, taken him up on his offer? Because that dude can't even do better. Right. If that guy's like, yep, and I went full price, and you're buying the preseason games too, <laughs> I would be like. <laughs> right? You get a can't do better too. But so, has anybody done it? No. I, according to the last time I looked at the article, nobody had taken him up on the offer. I'll check. Oh, okay. But nope, nobody's done what it I would love to see... If, I didn't really check. If you guys want... Because it's what? Uh, Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. right? No, golly. The, the, <laughs> well, we said Jacksonville, Florida. I'm like, wait a minute. He used to play for the Colts. Right. Um, but... Are you going to say how Andrew Luck's father, Oliver, is the commissioner for the XFL, which is run by Ed McMahon, and some people are saying that he's faking this whole injury thing? Vince McMahon. Yes. I believe Ed McMahon's dead. Yeah. Yeah. They're... they're, uh, (laughs) I got nothing. Vince McMahon. Yes. And that that some people are saying he's doing this and he's going to end up being a quarterback for the XFL. Is that what you're saying? And that Rob Gronkowski is going to join him? Wow. You're not saying that. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm willing to put my tinfoil hat on sometimes. That sounds pretty crazy. And Ed McMahon just said, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Give me a beer. No, but the town of Indianapolis yes. could all do better. They could get a can't do better and put their tickets together like you know, and donate some of their their games to Children's Hospital. They're like, we won't sell them to you, but hey, we will give some away. They could do that. I would love to see them do that. We challenge Indianapolis. Go ahead and do that. For all you people listening. In yep. Indianapolis. All, maybe one listener out there, maybe. Hey. Yeah. Yep. It could happen. I can't do better. Um, do you want me to do that last do better that I was talking Bring about? Bring it home, son. Yeah. Because we didn't talk about the seagull stealing the guys no, we... No, because I had my the urination oh, okay. story. Oh, that's right. We are the nation. <laughs> so in, in Pittsburgh recently, there was a... Um, somebody had a... He, he got this like just beautiful Steinway piano and put it on the back of a flatbed and just kind of rode it around Pittsburgh and said, if, you got, if, if somebody wants to play a really nice piano, come do that. So they called it Piano Day. And there was this lady, Rose Rosie... Mervis Weiner started playing the piano at age four. At age 95, she performed at Piano Day of Pittsburgh 95. in Market Square downtown. And, and there's a video of it, and she's just she's playing beautifully. She is playing really well. Yeah, and, and like, like, so that's awesome that she's still playing at age 95. She's always played from memory. Like, she doesn't, I don't think she reads music. Yeah. Um, but, like, she's also this opera singer, and she's just always been performing her entire life. It's amazing. And I just, you know, I, I want to celebrate Rose. Yeah. Rose, quotation marks, Rosie. Because, yeah. uh, man, 95, you're out there. And admittedly, like, I was very skeptical when you, whenever you sent the article of, like, okay, I'll watch the video. And then I was surprised like 95 and the way that she can play at yeah. 95 yep. i'm like i'm hoping that my fingers still function that well at 95 I'm hoping i could sit upright and not <laughs> drool at 95 yeah, right, right here comes the senior citizen bashing it's not me this time everybody Ray, just send all your well, hate mail to lunchtime at gmail.com 
week. Who did we email. piss off this week? Who did we? Do we have an email? We do. Oh. Lunchtime in Rome. Can I get at my own one, like Jamitlow at Lunchtime in Rome? Because I have like emails from the school, from the foundation I'm on that I've never tapped. Like I have seven email addresses. I know you're so techy. I'll get you one. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, can't do better, Rosie. That's yeah. amazing. Good job, Rosie. Good, good for you. Yeah. And on that note, I Jump think a it's little time. Higher. That's Rosalita. <laughs> I think it's. I, we wrap this up right now. Um, yeah, we're thank over. you. Yeah, we're over. So thank you for joining us. Um, please visit us at lunchtime in Rome. Lunchtime in Rome dot com. Bingo. Um, all of our social medias out there. You can subscribe to our podcast on all of the different podcast places that you can subscribe to. Podcast places. Um, please give us your feedback. Um, rate us on iTunes and and um, only five. Give stars us five stars. Yeah, <laughs> give, don't give us one star. Come on, <laughs> give us five stars. Um, but on that note. Adios. What if she was Rosie the Riveter? Bye.